Howdy, howdy. And hello. And welcome to... But it was aliens. The extraterrestrial comedy, comedy podcast, podcast where we probe paranormal, paranormal events. events to determine whether they really were paranormal. Woo. I'm your host this week, Kev. And alongside me, you will hear Mr. Granville Moonwalker. Or will you? Well, they already have. Each week... We take it in turns to probe a tale and the co-host has no idea what's coming up. Today, we will be heading back to a few different time periods. But before all of that, let me tell you about elephants. Big bastards with big trunks. Elephants are beautiful. Elephants are our largest remaining land animal. And by that, I mean, yes, I am excluding underground beasties that live in the hollow earth. We have three species of elephant from two genera, the Loxodonta, African bush and African forest, and the Elephas Asian elephant. Elephants are distantly evolved from sea cows, which by the way look like big chubby dolphins and actually themselves evolved from furry land mammals, if you believe in evolution of course. But how does a little furry mammal turn into a sea beastie and then turn into a giant beautiful creature with a huge trunk? What if there is a missing link? Is a elephant larger than a woolly mammoth? Mmm. Depends which type of elephant. Are any of the elephants larger than a woolly mammoth? Back in the day. Back in what day? The day? Why don't you Google it, fool? I forgot to look at Mystic Meg. Um, Um, Because I can't be bothered, you should already have this information ready for me because you should already predict the kind of questions I'm going to ask. Also, if a blue whale was to bring itself onto land, would it become... Dead. The largest animal on Blue Earth. Blue whales are the largest creature that ever lived. Are they on Earth or within Earth? Technically they're on Earth. And also, um, I've just remembered off the top of my own head that woolly mammoth were roughly the same size as modern African elephants. Okay. If there is land under sea, would a sea creature be on land? Technically. The same way a monkey could be in a tree and be on land. No. Why not? Because it's underwater. (laughs) But there's also land under the water. It can't survive out of water. But there's still land under the water. Yeah, but it's not a land animal. It's a water beastie. It's a land animal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you go and get one out of the water... Put it on land and tell me what happens. Been really pedantic just to <laughs> fuck with the fact that you said it was the largest land animal. And it is. There's no reason for me to question it. I just, I'm in a silly mood. So just going back to your earlier question, and this is off the top of my head, I do think there was a historic, a very historic species of mammal that was a little bit bigger than the standard type of, sorry, mammoth that was Dinosaurs? a bit bigger. 
than the standard type of mammoth. So that one would have been slightly bigger than an African elephant, if I'm accurate, but don't quote me. T-Rex. What about a T-Rex? Are you just throwing out the only dinosaur name you could think of? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, can I think of it? I just can't be asked. Everyone that came to mind would have been smaller. Triceratops would probably be bigger. I think they're just smaller in comparison to like a T-Rex or something, but I think they'd be bigger than an elephant. I wouldn't have thought they'd be taller than an elephant, but... So a mammoth is about the the big mammoth, I think, and I, I am going off what I researched a long Mastodon. time ago here, was about four meters tall. Standard elephant is a slight bit shorter than that. Standard mammoth is a slight bit shorter than that. How big was the triceratops? I'd want to say slightly smaller, but I don't know. I want to say seven foot. <laughs> That's not <laughs> anywhere near as big as an elephant. <laughs> I also realised you said seven metres yeah. or four metres. <laughs> ah. Right. Let me whisk you I'm away. I'm tired and silly. Let's carry on. We're more than five minutes in and we've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me whisk you away. Whiskey. Let me whisk you away to 1968 in Australia. Australia is known for having many beasts ranging from poisonous spiders to the only egg-laying mammals in the world. The, uh, how do you say this one? Echidna. Echidna, yeah. And uh, platypus. They also have kangaroos, which are three to eight foot tall ripped bastards. These creatures are shredded. Narrabeen Lake or Lagoon is located near to Sydney in the state of New South Wales. It was 1.15, a.k.a. 1.30pm on the 3rd of April 1968. I'm so stupid I made myself laugh. Uh. Mabel Walsh was driving alongside the Narrabeen Lake on the Wakehurst Parkway along with her nephew, who Mabel was taking to the airport. The nephew was honourable and trustworthy. His name was John. (laughs) Sometimes episodes just line up perfectly, don't they? they? Can't trust him. You can, we've already covered that in the last episode. The pair were travelling at about 45 miles per hour when something caught their eye, standing in the lake. In the lake or on the lake? In slash on? Both in the lake, but above the lake. One more little tiny bit of education for you, by the way. Woolly mammoth are obviously related to elephants too, and mammals are likely to have still been walking the earth during the construction of the Great Pyramid of Ancient Egypt. Did they say a three-headed elephant? I said mammals rather than mammoths, didn't I? I meant mammoths. Yeah, elephants and mammals. Mammoths? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's happening again. Help. <laughs> yeah, mammoths were walking around person. during the time of the pyramids. When I learned that, that blew my mind. Like, what? Yeah. Just walking around during the time of the period. Yeah, in they were about. Egypt itself. Well, they could have been in Egypt. I mean, I, okay. I wasn't there to check, but they were just around. I'm kind of not surprised by that. I'm pretty sure there's some mammoths around somewhere still 
<laughs> in that hollow earth. They're underwater, though. They're in that dark, dark bit of the sea that we don't know. Right. I have a quote from Mabel for you now, courtesy of cryptids.fandom.com. He was a bit over four feet tall, with dark grey, tough, leathery skin like an elephant's. It had small front legs and walked on his hind legs, which were thick and round like an elephant's. I didn't notice a tail or ears, but it had small eyes and smaller front legs or arms. His head reminded me of an anteater's. His trunk was rigid, squared off at the end and stuck down and out at an angle. From here, as in throughout the rest of this episode, I'm also going to reel off some WWF elephant facts. Elephants have really thick skin. 2.5 centimetres thick, in fact. Fact? Fact. I just felt fact, T-H. So, what she's saying is she saw an elephant. Kinda. Four foot tall elephant. Four foot, not meters. <laughs> Could have been a baby elephant. Could have been a mangled baby elephant. How so? Whereabouts? How far away were they from this creature to be able to notice its eyes? Several meters. Several meters. Yeah. You couldn't make out if it had a tail or anything. Well, yeah. So it wasn't a case of. There was no tail or ears. It's I didn't notice them, but you noticed how tiny its eyes were from so, the distance you were. I I'll, call bullshit. I will cover momentarily. They did stop the car, so it wasn't like they just drove past. They got out and had a good look. A good look. A good. Did look. they get the binoculars? They. They. Yes, of course. <laughs> they may have. <laughs> they absolutely did. Possibly. Okay. Are they 100% sure that it was only one creature they saw and there wasn't another one behind it, which kind of gave off the illusion that there were parts that weren't actually part of that creature? That is not covered or suggested in the research. What year was this? It was 1968. Okay, so they're not readily going to have a camera at hand. So us having proof is uh, questionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visual proof. Mabel had, of course, stopped the car, waited for traffic to pass, good girl, and backed up to get such a good look at the unusual creature. The creature clapped eyes on Mabel and Honourable John, Seeing the sheer size and beauty of John, the creature became slightly intimidated and scarpered away out of the waters and into some bushes. The creature moved in a strange, shuffling sort of sideways run. I wonder whether it is thinking that it hadn't been seen and was trying to shuffle along without moving its body so as to remain hidden. The elephant creature was actually quite fast. Mabel and handsome John said that they had never seen anything like it. Remember though, John was off to the airport and had a flight to make and so due to time restraints and not because he was scared, 
brave Honourable John and Mabel could not go and investigate the creature further. Elephants are the largest land animal alive today. What if this creature had a tumour? Well, that's grim, but also a possible scientific explanation. And that's why the tusk looked disfigured. May have got into a fight with another creature, had half his tusk ripped, and not it, tusk, trunk. It had stunted growth, so it was only off. four feet tall, walked in a haggard way, because it had like the elephant, the elephant equivalent of that rabbit disease, myxomatosis, is it? Where they look all... Mm. Bitty and dishevelled and horrid, bless them. Yeah. There's the um, old children's cartoon, Nelly the Elephant. And it's Nelly the Elephant packed her trunk. What if uh, Nelly the Elephant here lost half her trunk in a war? War games early on. An elephant war. Fight for life. Life or death situation. When the two species of elephant went to war. Have a look at the other elephant. It's actually three foot tall. Doesn't even have a trunk. Doesn't even have a life. Got snuffed out. Being that this was the 60s, mobile phones weren't around, and Mabel didn't have any way to contact someone to go and investigate the creature. But once time slowed, Mabel's story made its way to the April the 6th, 1968 edition of the Daily Telegraph. Mabel shared with the journalists that she planned to keep watch by the lakeside to see the creature again. I've included a snippet of that newspaper just for Moonwalker to see that this one is indeed legitimate. This sighting would not be the last encounter somebody would have with the elephant creature. Elephant tusks are actually teeth. Ooh, you say it's real. It is. Am I, am I showing you a legitimate article here? Yeah, that's real. Are. Then <laughs> I was in the elephant war. <laughs> Hope we didn't scare you, Uncle Frank. Are you going to add oh. some context there, or are you just? I was just reading part of the article, and uh, can't really read the rest of it. Can't be bothered to. It's so hard to read. Yeah, the quality isn't great. I'll admit. It just says I've been given a description of the monster by. Reliable witnesses. The matter is alarming me because I live on the hill overlooking the lake. So Mabel Ooh. and John were those reliable witnesses. And that's near where uh, the person writing this article lives. Indeed. Mr. Frank O'Neill. What if Mabel was the elephant? What if they were seeing a reflection of themselves? No, the no, she's trying to put people off the track because other people have seen it. <laughs> and she's like, yep, there's, there's a... <laughs> there's, a, there's a creature in the, the lake. <laughs> it's not me. I saw it. I couldn't think of how to make a elephant sound without sounding like a horse. Yeah, I, I, I was trying not to go too loud there because the puppy is probably asleep, but... He'll be awake when I walk downstairs. Yeah. He does think you come here specifically to see him, then gets annoyed that you go upstairs for a few hours. <laughs> Can you imagine if human teeth grew like tusks? They popped out your face and curled round and people would like fight with them. I was about to say if you could fight with them, wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yes, we know you. <laughs> 
Three years later, in April 1971, a couple of fishermen were on a late night fish baby on Narrabeen Lake. Illuminated by the moonlight and the flickering of their lamp, the anglers caught a glimpse of something that shouldn't have been there. Maybe they shouldn't have been there. <laughs> the fisherman saw a silhouette standing in the water. One of the anglers raised the lamp. The fishermen were greeted by the sight of a grey creature with a clear trunk, just like an elephant. The fisherman rode away in a panic as the creature sloshed around. That very same night, a nearby local reported hearing gurgling coming from the lake that sounded like no creature she had ever heard. What was the elephant guzzling? Again, this story would soon make its way to the newspapers of the time. In addition to sound, touch and body language, elephants can communicate through vibrations. I love the little elephant facts throughout. Um, Just imagine being able to communicate through vibrations. You're sitting on a chair. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go put the kettle on. <laughs> So how did they? How were they able to tell that it had a clear trunk? Well, that um, line actually confused me as well. I guess that they could see the grey of the elephant, but the trunk looked see-through. I suppose if the trunk was in the water, depending if it yeah. had mud on it or something like that. I don't well, know. I, I read the quote as it was, but like I say, that one did throw me a little bit as well. And I was also taking back to... Um, I'm all Greg, as I was reading it as well. <laughs> the creature sloshing around could just be the fact that the creature's warning them not to come closer. Not to play those love games. Mm. Do you like watercolours? Do you love me? Um, Do you learn to love me? The elephant guzzling sound. Again, if the elephant has... Some kind of disfiguration to its trunk. The sounds of it drinking could be totally different to what you would normally hear. Yeah, I mean, I've seen elephants and I couldn't tell you what they sound like when they're drinking. I've seen elephants too. Pretty sure I've seen them drink. In nature documentaries. Well, I've, I've definitely touched one in a zoo. Bet you have. Whoa. <laughs> I can't recall if I fed one. You'd think that would be quite memorable, but I can remember feeding a giraffe. I'm getting way off topic here, but I can remember feeding a giraffe because the giraffe's tongue was freaky as shit. They're so long and they wrap around you like like a snake with a hand on the end. They're well weird. At this point, <laughs> a UFO researcher we have encountered before on this podcast named Bill Chalker got involved. Bill didn't find anything on site, but Bill did raise the possible connection between this elephant creature and Hindu mythology, which details elephant-headed deities. Chalker also connected these sightings to a sighting in Australia 40 years prior. In 1985, a farmer named Cecil McGann wrote Chalker a 19-page letter. This letter detailed many UFO encounters, but one in particular caught Chalker's third eye. In 1927, 
Cecil was 10 years old and lived in northern New South Wales with his family. The farm had been passed over by UFOs for several weeks and alongside this, blood-drained cattle begun showing up. Elephants reach full size between 35 and 40 years of age. Elephants spend up to three quarters of every day eating, consuming the equivalent in weight of 375 tins of baked beans. What size tins? Standard size. Not the little ones, the standard ones. Greedy bastards. Well, they're, they're big, aren't they? They're big, baby. That's a lot of size to fill up. So what we're saying here is we could possibly be seeing a deity of some kind. A Vampalian deity? Why would it be Vampalian when we have no evidence of it draining blood cattle? or anything? Blood-drained cattle, I did just say. Yeah, but we've covered... Um, we have cattle covered cattle before. in the past, but we also covered just... Well, we didn't cover just last week. I interjected last week to explain that there have been cases where aliens have been suggested to be abducting to suck on bodily juices. So who's to say they don't like a bit of the cow every now and then? Like a human. Indeed, they mix we it up. The cow. They don't just eat one thing. Do love some beef. Sometimes they want to gobble up some life juice. Sometimes they want a bit of beef. After another night watching the unusual UFOs twist and turn in the night sky, Cecil and family settled down for bed. I would not be settling down anywhere. Do you think if that was happening in the sky, like for hours and hours, at some point you'd be like, oh, this is getting boring now and you would go to bed? Or do you think you'd watch that shit for like 36 hours straight and then be a zombie? I probably would get tired enough that I'd go to bed, but I'd like... What do would that, you do? Do that thing where you go, right, we're going to take it in shifts just to make sure we all stay alive. And then, like, we'll rotate. You, someone gets, like, two hours or someone stays awake. You put me on shift, I'm going straight then to bed. You know, you know that person <laughs> that's meant to stay awake falls asleep, and that's when they get you. Yeah, you, <laughs> that, that's me. I'm asleep sound on the side, <laughs> and you're getting a rod in your ass. Hopefully not yours. Uh, I'm asleep. Sleep fucking. <laughs> In the morning, the farm cattle flat out refused to return to their field. They were like, F you, Cecil, we're taking the house today. <laughs> it took days to get the cattle to their field. No. <laughs> no, dude. Once they were, that same afternoon, the herd came stampeding back up the hill. These cows were shitting it. The cows had to be allowed to sleep by the farmhouse. They were that terrified. They just wouldn't settle otherwise. Even then though, the next morning, one of the cows was missing. Cecil went looking. Returning to the cow's field, Cecil saw two objects in the distance. Cecil assumed that these were cows, but upon closer inspection, they were not. They looked more like little elephants. I think that at this point, Cecil legged it, and later that same day, the family found some more pigs with their blood drained. There were marks on the pigs' necks, 
but no spillage of blood. The pigs were behind an eight-foot fence. Elephants can walk within an hour of birth. Baby elephants are about 19 stone. Imagine that coming out of your bum. I'm not that far off the size of a baby elephant. <laughs> You're only a little bit bigger. Damn. Um, so what we have is vampire elephants now. Yeah. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. I wonder whether that see-through decrepit trunk is actually some form of... Oh, that's you. Thinking on my feet here. Is the trunk their blood-sucking device? Vampiric suction pad. Yeah. Trunk. Like a face suction thing. Or do they suck with their teeth tusks? What if they are... Can you remember King Kong? The Peter Jackson one. You know very well that I only saw half of that oh, movie. Yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> forget it. They had these suction worm type thingies. Maybe that's... Was the worm a separate entity? It or was. However, what's to say that... It lives on the face of it the... It doesn't... It couldn't live on another... Not this one specifically, but something like it. Ooh. What if it's a parasite? I was going more along the lines of like co-dependent yeah. species. Parasite. What if the the it just it's taken elephant, over the elephant's yeah, body? It thinks it's going to feed. Maybe the trunk is, is just... the alien, and it's taken over a proper elephant and stunted all its growth and whatnot, and turned it all haggard. What if an elephant really isn't one being, <laughs> but it's two? The trunk is its own thing. It's they. Molded to it. Molded by the trunk. We, we've we come up with lots of questions mm, here. Random. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to answer any of them because that is it for the details on this one. So how else can we explain it? First... Obviously, Mabel and John could have been bullshitting, as Mr. Moonwalker suggested, but John is honourable and trustworthy and also very handsome, so we know that this isn't a possibility. Cecil, too, could have porkied, but Cecil could have simply been mistaken, too. He could have seen some other mammal, a kangaroo, or even misinterpreted spacesuits as trunks, when in actual fact, Cecil saw damn aliens in spacesuits. On the note of other mammals, though, there was once a creature, now extinct, called the Palorchestes. This creature lived in Australia and became extinct between 20,000 and 40,000 years ago. Or did it? Bill Chalker himself thought it more likely that these sightings were of as were of an as-yet-undiscovered creature rather than aliens. Did these folks see a creature unknown to them, but not of extraterrestrial origin? I'm just showing Mr Moonwalker here a picture of these things as I continue. That If this one was aliens, though, just imagine if there are indeed little elephants that have visited the Earth and spliced their DNA with our own Earth creatures, creating animals with ridiculously good memories who communicate through vibrations. One more detail. Journalist Frank O'Neill 
wrote an article about the fisherman's tale after hearing about it from local children. Truly a fisherman's tale. Elephant tongues have mad skills. They are the most sensitive organ in any mammal. I suppose if uh, this creature was extinct 20 to 40,000 years ago, where would they be living now? Are they now classed as underground? In the bush, mate. <laughs> I think with Australia is there's loads of things out there that it's we haven't seen before. Big place. Like, well, not necessarily we haven't, like, haven't seen before as in humans, but Undiscovered us in general. species. Like, to Australians, they may oh, see yeah. this shit all the time. Like, they see giant spiders in a tree and they're like, yeah, yeah I can see them every day, mate. And I would just be like, fuck what that. What the hell is that I'm demon not... butt rope spilling exactly. nightmare? That is possibly the key reason I will never go to Australia. Fuck spiders. It's not so much just the spiders, but they have a lot of poisonous deadly animals. Deadly shit. A lot of deadly shit, yeah, let's be honest. Everything over and there that... wants to kill you. So my partner has a family member who lives in Australia who is quite happy for people to come out and stay at theirs. But... I'm not sure if I want to because I know there are absolutely millions of people who live there happily, but... You won't be one of them. The fact that it's in my mind makes me feel like it's more likely to happen to me. I'll get bit on the toe by something and lose a leg. You'll go to put a shoe on and there'll be a spider in there. Bites your fucking toe. Your oh, whole yeah. foot goes like... I'll be about to do a shoey and then I get bit on the lip. <laughs> and, uh, yeah... Your foot drops off, all because of a spider bite. Or a scorpion, or a demon earwig. Poisonous Snakes. seagull. Just can't trust it out there. Crazy shit they have out there. All of our Australian listeners right now are like, you two pricks. The safest thing to fight out there <laughs> must be a kangaroo. Absolutely not. I would never fight a kangaroo. <laughs> the size of them, they're so friggin' ripped. They can, like, bench you... I can bench me. On one hand. I can bench Go on me. then, bench yourself right now. I can't be able to get <laughs> off the chair and do a press up. That's not benching yourself. Yeah, it is. No. Is that you... not moving my body weight? Nope. You need to lay down on a bench and lift yourself. <laughs> Show me. Show me you can bench yourself. <laughs> do a cock push up. <laughs> Still doesn't count, but I would be impressed. <laughs> So would I. <laughs> I'm so tired. Well, fortunately for you, we are about to summarise. So today we've covered the case of the elephant alien. Mabel Walsh was taking her dashing nephew John to the airport on the afternoon of the 3rd of April 1968. As the duo passed the Narrabeen Lake, they saw an unusual creature and so pulled over to get a better look. The creature was about four feet tall, grey with leathery skin. It had small arms and walked upright on thick legs. It had a trunk and it had big ass. The creature appeared to see Mabel and sex bomb John and shuffled out of the water and into the bush. When she could, Mabel shared her sighting and it was published in the news. Also published in the news was the account of two fishermen three years later. 
The fishermen were out at Narrabeen Lake when they too encountered the elephant creature with a clear trunk on display. A local also heard a strange gurgling coming from the lake. Bill Chalker investigated in person and connected these events to Hindu mythology as well as a sighting 40 years prior in Australia relayed to Bill via a 19-page letter from farmer Cecil McGann in 1985. Cecil shared his experiences as a 10-year-old in 1927 on his family farm whereby the farm had been crossed by bright UFOs in the sky for a few weeks. Cattle also began showing up with its blood drained and Cecil would on one occasion see two elephant figures himself. Our explanations included a possible hoax, which we ruled out because this one involved John, a possibly extinct or possibly not creature called the Palachestes, which looked similar, or spacesuits being mistaken for trunks, in which case it was aliens. I'll just add as we close that I did see accounts of several sightings of UFOs in the sky on the days of these events, but I couldn't trace the original source of those sightings, so didn't include it in the research notes. Is there anything you want to go over, Granville? And before you do, elephants are scared, no, petrified of bees. Are they actually scared of wasps? Wasps? Mice. I, I meant to say didn't mice. see that in the list of elephant facts that I pulled out for this episode. Okay. Is it possible that these people just saw an anteater? Mm, I don't know if anteaters are four feet tall, but I suppose they could have been mistaken. It could be just standing on its leg if they're able to. Mm. Might have just been in the water getting itself a drink. That concept wasn't put forward in any of the research that I read, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen, just no one's come up with that idea. Do they have anteaters in Australia? <laughs> That's probably a better do. question. Another thing I was going to ask. In Australia, is April the 3rd considered April Fool's Day? The 3rd? Yep. Oh, because of the time difference. Just wondering if it's not April the 1st and April the 3rd, and this is an April Fool's from... Oh, I thought you were trying to be clever. From maybe. Well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, and the letter from Cecil, Cecil yep. was this letter sent after seeing the... Good question. ...incident in the paper? Was this just sent randomly at some point. It's indicated that it was sent randomly at some point and then Chalker connected it to this account when he heard this account, but I can't verify that. So, so it's we possible have, that we haven't got the full story. We also have no proof that Cecil is actually real. I feel like we're heading pretty hard towards a yes here. I can't see why people would want to hoax this. Especially if they like if it was on the farm, I could, but just for them to be out in the water, I couldn't. Mm. I think they've just mistaken some kind of uh, so you're saying animal here. Mistaken so. science. So on that note, are you saying that it was aliens? No, it's not aliens. It's a mistaken animal of some kind. Animals look 
different at different angles. Yeah, yeah, especially when they were driving before they stopped and had a good look at it. We have no idea how much sauce he was on back then. Yeah, Mabel could have been on the sauce. John was honourable and wouldn't have been on the sauce, so we can verify that element of the sighting, but outside of that... It's probably a time where drinking and driving was quite acceptable. That's mad. Do you know what? I'm going way off topic again here, but... It boggles my mind that even as recently as like the 90s, people used to just go to the pub on lunch at work and have a few pints and whatnot. Like That just wouldn't happen today. Absolutely bonkers. I used to do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just <laughs> Makes it sound like I was drinking in the 90s. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but no, uh, one of my... But like lawyers would jobs. all meet at the pub on their lunch, then go back into court, smashed and whatnot. It's yeah. just freaking crazy world let alone what was going on in like the 1800s or whatever when people were driving their early cars absolutely (laughs) absolutely smashed their mules yeah but anyway to get back on track this one was a bit different to our usual abductions and strange crafts in the sky so i quite enjoyed researching it did i think that it was aliens nah I think this one is more likely a combination of mistaken sighting, mammals and overactive imaginations. As I say though, it's been a fun ride. Any final thoughts Mr Moonwalker? But before you answer that, the elephant's temporal lobe, aka the bit that controls memory, is larger and denser than that of humans. An elephant truly never forgets. I think they can just see you once and then you're pretty much imprinted in their brain forever they know that's pretty cool but also quite scary <laughs> although not not necessarily if you don't wrong the elephant mm. i've never wronged an elephant have you heard of that story about where um i think someone wronged an elephant whipping the elephant and then it got away and got them or something i think an elephant killed the person and then came back to their funeral absolutely decimated the funeral <laughs> I'm going to have to find that story because... It sounds vaguely familiar. I can remember reading about an elephant that went after someone that had harmed them several times when the opportunity arose. Mm -hmm. And hey, if you're going to hurt an elephant, you probably deserve it. 100%. Yeah, beautiful creatures, truly. They're up there with my favourite animals. Obviously, orangutan is top and I suppose puppy has to go up there because I have one, but... In terms of non-pet animals, yeah, elephant's got to be probably number two, maybe. Maybe number three. Sloths are pretty cool. This is the content that people want. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, Mr. Killer Whale? Nothing. That is a wrap for today, thank the Lord. <laughs> thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens. If you're interested in hearing a little more, you can open your Google machine and head on over to patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens where for pledging the cost of a coffee, you can gain access to our side probes, additional bonus episodes where we cover exclusively non-alien events at times too outlandish for the general public. So for example, we've covered a skull funking creature and Rasputin's pork stick. On the note of topics we've covered, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, you can get in touch with us on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. Save the ears of the puppy on oh, 
the Twitter. He he gets excited when he hears that because he knows we're nearly finished and he's going to see us. <laughs> On the Twitter! <laughs> and we're at But It Was Aliens across all the other social media channels. If you can think of it, we are there. But finally, if you want to cross swords, scissors, or something else with like-minded folks, we have a publicly private Facebook group called Extraterrestrial Towers. You can find the group attached to the But It Was Aliens Facebook page and in there. We all kind of chat naked about strange goings on in the media whilst naked and stuff, but it's a private public group, so we keep it all above the belt. Nudie. Especially Granville. My ass is a peach. <laughs> That's about it from us for today, so until next time. Are all humans half centaur? What half? The truth is up there. Hashtag pro. I've got another question related to that that I'm going to ask in the future. <laughs>